Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our look in the book of Judges, our study. We're still in chapter 4, looking at verses 8 through 10 in the New King James Version. In this section, Barak is, uh, he's been given his commission, but he wants to make sure Deborah goes with him. So let's listen to what God's word says. It says, And Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. So she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, there will be no glory for you in the journey you are taking, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh, and Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh. He went up with ten thousand men under his command and Deborah went up with him again that's Judges chapter 4 verses 8 through 10 in the New King James Version which gives it the title Deborah and the commentary gives it the title Deborah and Barak I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Judges chapter 4, verses 8 through 10 in the New King James Version, which titles the Deborah and Barak, or Barak. I've heard it pronounced two different ways, depending on which version I listen to. But in this section, uh, Barak is saying, if you will go with me, then I will go. So it didn't seem unwise for him to ask Deborah to come with him. Yet the fact that he demanded it showed that he trusted more in Deborah's relationship with God than with his in his own relationship with God. And I think about situations where, you know, I feel like my relationship with God is strained and I need someone to intercede. I need someone to, you know, go before him, at least hold my hand while I'm going up there. Like, you know, you might escort a kid to the altar when they want to pray. That's how I feel sometimes. And I'm sure that's how Barack felt. Uh, Barack is I, I know that God has said the victory is mine, but I just want you to be there. And, and she says, you know, if I go, it's going to be in the records that, you know, that a woman is the one that won is won the battle. But let me read the commentaries. And continue reading what the commentaries had to say. Barak's hesitancy is not necessarily a mark of cowardice of cowardice. Cowardice. He wasn't scared, but it may reflect a lack of faith. 
and not like a, um, you might have had faith the size of a mustard seed, which we know can move mountains, but he probably didn't feel that his faith was strong enough without her there. So it may relax, uh, reflect a lack of, you know, not faith in God, not faith in God's word, just faith in himself. He feels Deborah's presence would ensure Yahweh's presence. And Deborah has just assured him that Yahweh intends to give the enemy into your hands. His insistence on Deborah's presence may or may not signal doubt in the trust, trustworthiness of her message. It seems rather to arise from a conviction of the necessity of God's presence and continual direction which he knew if Deborah was with him, he, you know, he was sure he, you know, he'd have God's spokesperson with him. And that's what he wanted. And uh, Matthew Henry said, it's as if he said, if thou go not up with me in token of God's going with me, carry me not up there either. Carry me not up hence. So nothing would be greater satisfaction to him than to have the prophetess with him to give inspiration, not just to himself, but to the soldiers and to be consulted as an oracle, you know, one who's speaking and hearing from God. Deborah promised to go with him, but she also said no toil nor peril could well she didn't say that she felt that no toil nor peril could discourage her from doing service for her country she would not send him where she would not go herself because she knew that god would protect them he's already shown her this he's already spoken this into her spirit so she knew what god's plans were deborah was the weaker vessel yet had the stronger faith the word of uh, the world would ascribe the victory to the hand of Deborah. This, um, he might have foreseen, foreseen, but I don't know. It doesn't say Barack even cared that she would get the victory. It would be in her name because he's, you know, she told him this is what's going to happen. And he still wanted her there. So let's continue. He says that he dares not fight unless he have Deborah with him to direct him and to pray for him. She uh, therefore stood to her word and she went with Barak and the men. But she also warned there will be no glory in this for you. And because of this, Barak would not be the one to personally defeat um, Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army. But a woman would be the one. And we would expect this to fulfill, be fulfilled by Deborah, but this uh, prophecy uh, was still fulfilled. And Deborah went up with him. He commanded 10,000 men. And um, the men, of course, showed real courage and trust in God to go up against Sisera and his army. They were essentially um, like, I have to keep reminding ourselves about the Ukrainians. They're going up against a force that's mightier and stronger and more equipped. So the Egyptians, I'm sorry, I don't know where I got that from. The Israelites essentially had no weapons to fight against the technology 
on a technically advanced army of um, Sisera. They had 900 chariots of, of iron. In addition, God led them to fight on a plain which gave great advantage to the forces of the chariots. So the Israelites recognized Deborah as God's spokesperson, and her presence with Barak would have given confidence to the troop and certified Barak's leadership as deliverer. Let's pray. Father, again, we come thanking you. We thank you for the picture that you always give in your word, a picture that even things that seem impossible are possible with you because with you nothing is impossible if we believe if we trust if we just walk on our faith walk by faith even though Barack needed uh, Barack needed uh, Deborah there like a physical manifestation that he needed to see in front of him we thank you that you gave her the willingness to do it you gave him the insight because men don't like asking for help but he was able to ask for help and you were um, gave him a worthy companion to help him in this battle and the victory will fall it'll be her victory but it's your victory father all the same father we thank you again we pray for those who need you in a special way so many needs god and we're thanking you in advance for answered prayer we're praying for conflicts everywhere of course the one that we see every day the ukrainians and the russians we pray about that we pray for uh, an end to come and peace to come out of this like a phoenix from the ashes and we pray for other conflicts around the world that we may not know anything about because we don't see them in the news every day but you know where they are and we place them in your hands in the name of jesus and we're thanking you in advance in the name of jesus and by the power of your holy spirit amen thank you for spending time in god's word with me be blessed